Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be watching this video. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. Our season starts now. Uh, tonight, I am joined, uh, of course, by my right-hand man. And our guest tonight is Turkish. How are you, sir? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm quite excited, actually. Oh, this is the first time I've been excited for God knows how many years. Um, me and Lee were saying. Yeah, following, like that, yeah. yeah, following Arsenal. So, uh, judges, how you been? Now, all right. We haven't spoken for a while, so get it off your chest before we start talking. Have you been to any VIP sporting events since you've been away? Um, what have I been to? What have I been to? I've been to Wimbledon. Went to Wimbledon. VIP. Uh, VIP. Very, very important nice. person, like, you know, very nice that <laughs> was. Champagne reception, strawberries and ice cream, cream if you wanted it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very nice, very nice. See, sir, and, and, and the unbelievable thing about it, we had... Um, oh, God, here we go. I know, oh, it's unbelievable this is, right? We had caught one tickets, right? And my, my friend phoned me and said, are you at Wimbledon? So I said, yeah, yeah. He says, well, I work on centre court. Do you want to come to centre court? So we was pinging between the pair of them. <laughs> Who gets that like? I mean, like, it's like the old ball from, from court one to centre court to court one to centre court, you know? So we see all the good tennis and it was good, like, you know? So that was very good. Any cricket? Uh, I went to uh, a bit of cricket, been to uh, uh, the Birmingham Bears versus Yorkshire, bit of, um, bit of uh, hospitality up there, which is very nice. Bit of a roast, again. roast beef dinner. It's got to be the only reason you go, because what is a Londoner going watching Birmingham Bears versus bloody... <laughs> like... I have to say, I'm a massive Yorkshire fan, because in the day, growing up, as was Jeff Boycott was my Jeff idol. Boycott. Oh, oh, oh. As you know, uh, Jeff Boycott's uh, just had a triple bypass operation. I don't know if you know that. Oh, though. I don't so, know that, no. No, so, and I wished him well, and I hope for a speedy recovery, and I got a like from my idol. So that was that was oh, uh, that, that was yeah. great. So uh, also went to see Paul Merson up in Edgbaston as well. Had a little uh, luncheon date with him, which was very nice. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, really. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So obviously went to Soccer Aid, 
that's something yeah, I think I mentioned about that on the last I spoke one. Spoke yeah. about that the last show long. So yeah, so other than that, um what? Oh yeah, and of course, uh, uh <laughs> I've just come back from Hopton, you know, <laughs> caravan site. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so fantastic, you know what I mean? So uh, Good. all expenses caravan trip to Hopton. Can't complain. I can't complain. Well, I, can I, can I, can I, can I, just one more thing. One more thing. I've got to say. I only went and won the bingo top prize for. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it? Unbelievable. So not only that, he only paid for me holiday, Craig. Can you believe it? But you anyway, to, you need to fit right in in the bingo. <laughs> it was fair. Oh, four hundred pound. You know. Top prize 400 pounds, not, not yeah. to be sniffed at, mate. No, not to be yeah. sniffed at, you know what I mean? Not so, um, yeah, so all in all, great summer, son. Great, yeah, summer. yeah. Um, I've had a great summer, spent a few days in hospital. Um, <laughs> yes, which you've done very well, very well. Yeah, yeah. withdrawing from horrible drugs, but um, I'm back now. Hello, that's it. Um, so, uh, Turkish, what have you been doing in the summer? Anything good? Yeah, I went Barcelona for a few nights for a stag. That that was a bit messy, but yeah, apart from that, just been enjoying the summer here. Lovely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, don't need to go right. anywhere, do we? Yeah, and, what you, and, what, and what are you doing Thursday, Turkish? What are you doing Thursday? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm the best man at my uh, friend's wedding, so yeah, yeah I, I won't be in London, but yeah, wicked. Looking forward to that. Oh, well, I did go. I did go back to the UK to my mum's 60th. That was good. Oh, I see that. Yeah, done very well there. I like. missed that. It's a surprise, wasn't it? Oh, surprise! Like... I made made her cry and everything. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. If this is going to make your mum cry, that's how to make her cry, really. That's I suppose. It, that's it. Yeah, but I, 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 it puzzled me though. She cries when I come home, but she doesn't cry when I leave. I, I'll never get that one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to uh, talking about the Arsenal. Um, first questions to you both, uh, Lee. We'll come to you first, mate. The transfer dealings. In the pre-season, happy? Yeah, I've got to say that. Yeah, you know, so far so good. I'm, I've been um, quite happy, really, if I'll be honest. Um, no um, real big glamorous signings, but signings that I think that we've needed. You know, and sometimes those signings that you really need are always not the glamorous ones. You know, um, dare I say, it, down the road, Spurs were, were recruiting some players there. Um, no one was sort of um, going mad about, but it's. It was the foundation for them to be a really good side. So, and I think that we've done that. You know, I, I still believe, and I, I really do believe that we still need a couple more if we're going to really push for a. Because I think this top four, looking at it now, is going to be really tough to get into at, at, at any at any stage. I really do. So, I, I, you know, to get to the top four this season is going to be tough. It's going to be an achievement if we get there. But you know, I think if we can just get one or two more in. I think we've we've done really well, but so far, you know, um, the Torelli signing is excited me because it's something that we've needed for a very very long time. L looking at him in the World Cup, you know, you will get the negative people like you know that turn around and go about the World Cup, and they said, yeah, but look, we bought John Jensen on the back of a, a great <laughs> championships, and it's true, true, we did. You know, what I mean, he probably what he wasn't wasn't so, a bad player. We bought him because he scored the winner. Yeah, like, you know, so. Um, <laughs> So, but but looking at him in the um, in this World Cup, uh, I don't know about you guys, but the Uruguayan games I looked at all the time because he was there. I was impressed with him, it, just yeah. what he was doing, and I'm just I was looking at him thinking that's what we've wanted for two, three, four seasons. So yeah, so far so good on the summer transfers. Turkish, um, yeah. on Lucas, I can't pronounce. If anyone watches this podcast, they know that I'm awful at pronouncing names. How do you pronounce his name properly? I'm not sure if it's Torreira or Torreira. Yeah, Torreira, Torreira. I don't know. Anyway, we'll call him 
Lucas. Lucas. Oh, we'll call, no, we can't call him Lucas because then we've got two. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll call him Lucas Torrea tonight, anyway. And yeah. people can tell us if we're, 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 we're saying it wrong. But um, Lee said it, it's, it's an exciting signing. Now, I have to agree with that because any man that goes in for a tackle with his head okay. um, yeah. and, and coming to Arsenal, you know. He's welcome. That's quite exciting. Uh, that's it. He's welcome. Up. That, that's that. That's the exactly the player we've needed for how long now? Um, we've needed someone that's got the the energy and the bite that he has, especially in the middle of the park. That's that's an important area of the pitch. So that is the main signing. That is the most glamorous it's been this summer. But like Lee said, it doesn't always have to be glamorous. I see Aubameyang as our glamorous signing yeah. for this yeah. season. Um, with Torreira, he's coming in to maybe shore up an area that we've needed looking into for God knows how long. And like Lee said, we're bringing in the, let's say, the Socrates, Littsteiner and Leno. They're not the names we probably wanted going into the summer, but they all bring a certain mentality, especially Socrates and Littsteiner. And that mentality can rub off on other players and improve them, like a better like a Muslim. Yeah, good point, man. So when, you, when you're buying a three, four players at the same time with the same sort of mentality and bringing them into a squad of 21, 22, it will have an impact. Uh, when we brought in Sanchez, it was kind of bringing in one player with that ultimate winning mentality and it didn't quite work we always heard the rumors of bust ups at the back and problems between Ramsey and the Sanchez and I feel that's a lot to do with the attitude that was created at our club um, but now moving forward you can see that the passion Emery has the he's fully involved you can see the type of players he's buying they've, they've all got a certain mentality a certain a bite about them you can, they've all come in and well apart from Leno being the keeper Litsteiner, Socrates and Terea they're all tough. They're all, they put their body on the lines. They might not be the best names out there, but how can you not be excited right now? Absolutely not, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I go on Twitter and reread the tweets about, oh, you know, these ain't the players we want. They are the players we want, but people are, people are dismissing them straight away because they don't, they haven't cost 50 million pounds. That's it. Um, do you know, but like, like, I agree with you both. He is bringing in the players we need. Now, this young fella, um, in the middle again, I can't <laughs> pronounce his name. Um, the, the lad that come from uh, Lorient. Yeah, David Luiz lookalike. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a young David Luiz, doesn't he? Does anyone know how to pronounce his name? Quadlaro, isn't it, or something? Gwendozi, Gwendozi, Gwendozi. I hope you ain't like the one that played for QPR. Oh, dear, no. We'll call him. We'll call him then for tonight. And again, if we're if we're saying it wrong, just tell us in the comments. No problem with that. Help us out. We're yeah. we're willing to learn. We're willing yeah, to learn. Absolutely. <laughs> this kid has seriously impressed me. Um, he, I mean, he's only young. He looks so composed. Always looking to get rid of the ball quickly. Um, he's, he, he's he looks really good going forward. I mean, this kid. In my opinion, is knocking on the door for a first team place already. Call me stupid. Call me, you know, so say that I'm jumping the gun. But in my opinion, he's knocking on the door already, Lee. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. What I'd like to see is um, like sort of similar to what we did last season. Play play these these this sort of team, these boys in in the Europa League games because we should get through to the, to the knockout stages and. Uh, also the um, the League Cup and see what they can do. But yeah, yeah I've been very very impressed with him. I, I have to say, and also um, um, the other the other boy, Rose Smith, I think oh, you know yeah. uh, looks a real player at Bournemouth uh, on the ball. And these two, you know, once we're both eighteen now, now because he just turned eighteen the other day, eighteen years of age. And you know, people turn around to me and say it's only Bournemouth, but if you've ever played it in the conference, uh, how physically strong it is. 
you know, for them to, to get on the ball and do what they were doing, I'm telling you now, it takes a lot, you know. So the, the physical side of the game, it looks like they can handle. And, um, you know, the passing of everything was, it looks really good. And um, I, listen, at this moment in time, since the new guys have come in, they've brought in a Bamiang, they've brought in um, the young uh, Greek fellow that I can't pronounce his name. Another teenager who, 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 who really impressed me last season, really impressed me in the games that he played. Now, every time they've gone in with a signing, I've been impressed with what they've got, what they've brought in. And and they've gone and done it again this season with these these, you know, with this young kid as well. Um, no one had ever heard of him. Uh, I don't think no one had heard of Matt, uh, uh, Matt when they've seen him. But he's he's I, I think that he's got a very good good chance of starting many a games in the first team um at the back for us. And and so's this kid now from from France. You know, he looks a real player. Um mm. and yeah, why why not? You know, and it does bode well for the competition. He's the sort of player that we want that's going to be the big and strong in there. And, you know, listen, I was very, very disappointed when Jack went and we had a conversation on the other day with a few of my mates. Maybe that um, that they knew that these they was going to get this kid. There was also... Um, that was going to be my next question. Rose Smith was coming in there. Yeah. That maybe, and, and Maitland Niles, that, that they needed these guys to come through. So, you know, at, at this moment in time, everything that Arsenal's doing is from from the recruitment part and the from the young bits and the older bits as well, it, 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 it does look very, very good at this moment in time. And um, I, as I say, I've been very, very impressed with those two in midfield. We know that the opposition ain't been as strong as what it, it has been. Hopefully, Chelsea will bring a, a stronger team. Well, they will do. There'll be some top players for Chelsea playing on Wednesday night. And, and, and we, we'll see what they do. But from my point of view, you know, that these two kids have come in and, and have took their chances. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited by it, you know. Absolutely. Now, Turkish, my next question was going to be, um, yes. Jack Wilshere leaving. Do you think Elliot uh, Smith-Rowe coming through and um, Maitland-Niles coming through, do you think that had anything to do with the decision for Jack to leave? And they probably or, or to let him go, sorry have a part to play because obviously Jack sat down with Emery and they had they discussed the plans moving forward and you could tell Emery's got Ramsey key in mind first but with Maitland Niles he's he's been promoted a bit more to the centre midfield position and um, we brought in Terea so it, it did look like the part to play as well um, maybe it was a case of Emery came in um, similar with how I feel about Ramsey I feel like it's a situation that needed to be sorted out this summer um, whether it was to go, whether it was to stay, it had to be sorted out. And it, it was tough, but it's, it's, not, it's not nice losing a player that loves the club. You've got... Might have lost Turkish here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you... yeah. yeah, yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, oh, back in the room. I, <laughs> I think so. I can't, so we can't see you anymore. We can still hear you. That's, so that's all right. Yeah, that's the main thing. But I'll try to sort out the camera now. You can still hear me now? Yeah, I can, I can still, still, still hear you, mate. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, like I said, losing a player that loves the club is never a nice thing. Um, but I just feel like this summer was vital to get it sorted and mm. move forward. And I feel like 
the in a sense it was a ruthless it, it was ruthless by Emery to tell him he hasn't really got a future at the club. But at the same time, it, we, we needed that. We need a bit of a more of a ruthless approach. So absolutely, can't disagree with that. No, yes. I, 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 I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I think what, what everybody is now is accountable, aren't they? From the manager yes. to the players, everybody's accountable because if. Um, for instance, if Arsenal start losing games, Emery becomes vulnerable and he, he ain't going to want that. He's in a good job. He wants to be successful. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's not going to take players making mistakes and, exactly. and, and, and yeah. he's not going to have it. He's going to, you know, because his job's on the line. Yeah, and I don't know how you gents feel, but I feel like there's the centre mid position at Arsenal now. It's in the need of a fully reshaping. It's an important part. Now, we haven't found that partnership that's worked for years. So I feel like whether it's Gwendozi, whether it's Ramsey, whether it's Terea, Jacai, or Nene, Maitland-Niles, they're all fighting for this starting berth now. And I feel like, yeah, like 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 Craig said, Gwendozi has been putting in some great performances in the preseason. So his name is definitely in there. And Emery said he's going to be in the first yeah. team. So yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we all know that they haven't really played. You know, especially Gwendozi hasn't really played anyone, but. Get it right. He's played against Atletico Madrid. They had some top players on show. He played against PSG. They had top players on show. Yeah. Still yeah. made it look relatively easy. Um, he looks like he just looks like one of these players that always goes to somewhere else. So I think to myself, God, look at him. He looks so natural. Yeah. And he's going to be great. And they go on to be great. And, you know, they go on to be sold for 70, 80 million or whatever. Yeah. He's definitely, to me, in my opinion, he's one of those players. Yeah. He did. Um, he looks like he just wants to do. He 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 doesn't try to make anything difficult. He always looks for the easy ball. He always tries and release the ball quickly to keep us going. You know, um, he's not stopping and passing sideways like we're all used. You know, like last year when someone got the ball in the middle of the, in the middle of midfield, they stop. If we were on a counter attack, or they'd stop and they'd be looking around. Well, where is everyone then? Yeah, and the ball goes back. But this lad just—it doesn't—it doesn't seem to register in his brain that you know that he can go back. He just likes to keep going forward. So that's why when I was watching him, he, he impressed me so much. But let's go to the let's go to the goalkeeping situation. Um, Petr Cech uh, has come out and said that he's here to you know he's staying to fight for his place. Uh, we've uh, Leno come in, obviously that everyone knows about, and also we've had um, Martinez come back. Um, on loan. Uh, Matt Macy today actually went on loan to Plymouth Argyle, which I think is a great move for him because I've a lot of, you know, being in the goalkeepers' union, he's got a lot of ability, that kid. So I'm glad he's gone out on loan and we haven't got rid of him. Uh, I think today, I think Akpom has finally gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And there was someone else... I can't bloody remember who it was. Jeff Adelaide, he's gone as well. Yes, that's it. Yeah, Jeff Adelaide. That's right. That's that's who it was. So yeah. I kind of got off topic a bit. Anyway, but Peter Cech said he's here to fight for his place um, against Leno and Martinez. Now, come two weeks' time, you've got to write a team sheet. Who's number one then? Who are you putting in goal? Oh, that's a good question. I, do you know what? I've not seen enough of Leno to say, like, definitely um, him at the moment. Um uh, Czech I would probably go with to start off with if I'll be honest because of um, what he's done in the past uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you every time I've watched Martin I've always been impressed with him yeah, you know what I mean so uh, like, he's a good goalkeeper so, he is a good goalie um, you know uh, so all of a sudden we've got three half decent goalkeepers um, I, I, I do believe 
um, that, that Arsenal probably looking to uh, to give uh, Leno a year under check, looking with a bit of experience and then promote him next season. Of course, we've, we've not talked about a spinner who we all obviously think that's going to go. Um, and, that, you know, he's done well for us, but he's not top, top notch. So I will start off with check, if I'll be honest, and say to him, look, you know, um, but if your performances are like they were last season, come the next game, you won't be in. So, he, he, again, as we said, he's going to have to be accountable. Any sort of dodgy performances, he's going to be out. Now, I believe that he weren't under no pressure last season to... Um, to perform. This is it, you see? Yeah. Same as Bellerin. Uh, yeah, they knew, yeah. He knew that, you know, he made a mistake against Chelsea uh, or he made a mistake against so and so, the next game he'd be in. And I he think did. that that's, that's uh, exactly what's, um, what, what's happened. But I think, again, as we say, if he's going to make mistakes, he knows he's got a £19 million goalkeeper behind him who's desperate to play. Uh, you know, it could be a, a good move to to make Czech play even better. I don't know, but that's, that's the exciting thing about it, you know, and... Uh, so I would start with Czech, if I'll be honest, but um, you know, um, and 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 see how it goes because at this moment in time, I'll be honest, I haven't really been able to engage it with the couple of games we played. So um, yeah. that's that's all I can say on that. Was I mean, interesting point you make there about him being you know an understudy for a year. I mean, he's only twenty six, and that is still very young. Yeah, for very young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't have a ten years out of him. I mean, look what Petr Cech's thirty seven this year, isn't he? Definitely. So. Yeah. So, you know, that's another 10 years, 11 years we've got left in him yet. Uh, a lot of people I've seen coming out, he ain't the goalkeeper we need, he's rubbish, he's fourth fourth behind this fella for Germany, for Germany. No. He's not a rubbish goalkeeper, let me tell you this. He is not. He is a bloody good goalkeeper, um, who unfortunately is a uh, German, and Germans, the, the Germans have always had good class goalkeepers. I'm not saying he's world class, because he's not. But what I I'm trying to say, he's not as bad as everyone's making them out to be. I yeah. don't know too much about the goalkeeper, so I've got to ask this question. Would, would it, Is he better than Butland, who is available? Absolutely. He is better than in your opinion? In, in my opinion, he's better than Jack Butland. Well, that's fair enough. So, um, that's fair enough. On your red beard. You can go and have a look. You can go and have a look on YouTube and you can type in Leno mistakes, right? Yes, he's made mistakes. Of course, he's made mistakes. So is every goalkeeper. So yeah. is every goalkeeper. But he's now come to Arsenal under a new regime, under new coaches, um, and, and, and he's an understudy to Petr Cech, right? He obviously knows that he's probably going to be Czech's understudy for a year, like you said, Lee. But what excites me about it is he's going to have a whole year under Czech, under his guidance. All right, he'll probably play Europa League and Carling Cup games. He's not coming to Arsenal. I don't, you know, he's not coming here thinking, right, I'm going to be in the first team. That's what I don't think. I, I think, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. He's come here to be sub-goalkeeper, play the Carling Cup games, FA Cup games, Europa League games, put a check in the league. Um, come the end of the year, then he's ready to go. Number one. You know? So, I agree. And then, Martinez, then he's only, he's still very, he's still very young. I think he's only in his mid-20s yeah, as well. He, gets, he comes up as well. He comes him. up to number two. He starts playing. So, I think it's a very, a very, Good thing there that we've got with these three goalkeepers, because yeah. um, let's you know let's have it right. I've probably since probably since Layman we haven't had a goalkeeper that we could really we could really trust. Although putting your trust in Layman sometimes was a bit um, yeah, well, a bit shows how poor our goalkeepers have been, isn't it? I bet Layman yeah. weren't poor, was he? 
No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, since yeah. Layman, you know, oh, what I mean? you're since, well, I mean, you we haven't really you. had no one we could trust since. We haven't. Yeah. And, and that's it. You know, and, and that's true. You know, what I mean, we've had some clowns. You yeah, know what I mean? Have. We have. But, but the funny thing is, other teams have had clownier clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, I think Fabianski's done well since he was at um, Swansea, and now he's got well, a big Fab move to West Ham. So Fabianski, needed, Fabianski needed to leave. Delighted yeah. for him. Yeah. I am delighted for him. Um, Turkish. Uh, so we talked about we talked about the goalkeepers. Who, if if it was down to you, yeah, who, would you, who, who, who are you putting in goal for? Who are you putting in goal against Man City? Again, similar to both of you, it's got to be Czech. Um, yeah. And I feel like to be honest, Emery shut shut that down earlier when he gave him the number one before we even bought a keeper. I yeah, feel like he told us that good, Czech very good number point. one. Yeah, yeah. and the, the the goalkeeper coming in will fight for that space. And I feel like in the Premier League, it's better to come into a season fighting for the number one spot from behind. Then coming in into Arsenal, and because it's such a physical league, and teams catch out keepers, especially new keepers coming into the league. De Gea got caught out a hell of a lot. In yeah, he did. So maybe it's the best way forward. And Czech is on a one year left of his contract, so we could be looking at Leno challenging Czech in the season. And Europa League games, they're vital to Arsenal now. They're not throwaway games anymore. Um, so if Leno start in Europa League games, he he should be proud of that and use that as the the games to prove himself because they. Me going into the season, the Europa League games are as important as our league games. Maybe not at the start when we're playing the whatevers from... Certainly once we qualify. Yeah. Exactly. Once we totally qualify, vital. So, I feel like Emery's done well in, in bedding in the goalkeeping. Like you said, we're bringing Martinez back. And I guess next summer when Czech's contract expires, we've got Leno as number one. Martinez might come in as number two. Or they might... Let's hope not. But Leno might not work mm -hmm. out to be the best of goalkeepers. And next summer we actually recruit a first-choice goalkeeper, and Leno remains the second-choice. Possibility. We've got room, we've got room to manoeuvre right now. A 19 million keeper, it wouldn't be the biggest loss if it didn't work out well moving forward. So I feel like it's more of a let's let's see how it goes investment. But the, the German keepers, the three ahead of them, one place for PSG, one place for Barcelona, the other place for Bayern Munich. Yeah, so they're not they're not rubbish keepers. They no. play for the best teams in Absolutely. Europe. Absolutely, they're going to get picked. Yeah, so but they are they are better than Leno. But, you know, there's no argument there. They are better yeah. than Leno. You know, but what I'm, what I, I mean, when the when the signing was announced, you know, you go on Twitter and oh, people moaning again. Yeah. Um. Oh, we ain't good enough. This, that, and the other. We didn't even put an Arsenal shirt on. Do you know? So you know, it's the same with the um. It was the same with Emery. You know, people were you know saying this, that, and the other, and he hadn't even managed the game. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the culture of fans nowadays. The culture yeah. of fans is to say the most outrageous and shocking things that go against the grain to yeah. get some likes or get some views. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is now, and that, that's what you see coming out. I mean, the people that have come out to to talk down about Emery, talk down about the the, the new star, the, the new coaching methods. It's, it's who is that benefiting? We all yeah. want the same thing: Arsenal to come back. So. Whatever's happened in the past, move forward and let's just see how it goes. Absolutely. An interesting point we, we all, all three of us made there was about Europa League. Um, you know, oh, perhaps Bernard Leno were playing Europa League. We don't know that Emre is going to put a second-rate team out in the Europa League. We knew it was going to happen with Arsene Wenger. We knew it was going to happen with him. Emre comes into Arsenal, into the Europa League. Lee, is he going to risk the younger players in the Europa League, or is it a competition he's going to go after? Well, I don't think it's a risk. Look, we was a poor side last year, if I'll be honest, and we, we got into, you know, you got if you can't get into top two in that group, there's something wrong. 
You know what I mean? And we 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 easily qualified for it last season. It's not that it's not a worry. Get get into that qualification. Let's qualify it with with the youngsters. That means we can concentrate and focus on getting a good start in the Premier League, which is something we've not done for a long, long time. So after two squads like we did last season, we don't want Meza Erzul, Abamyang flying all the way to Russia, coming back and all that. Leave them at home, get them nice rested for the Premier League. But once we get through, then we can. Uh, when we when we play the likes of a Chelsea or somebody like that, we, we're going to go in with our top guns. And we've got, you know, the, the the as it stands at the moment, our best chance of getting Champions League football is via the Europa League. Yeah. Right, you know, in my opinion, because um, the top four is going to be difficult because there's six teams in there, and, and you know, you can throw your hat on either one of them. Like, you know, I, I do believe that. Manchester City and Liverpool will battle it out for the title. And I, I do believe it's Manchester United, Chelsea, us and, and Tottenham that will be battling for the other two places. It's going to be tough. So, But what we've got, which is better than those teams, is we've got a nice little safety net of the Europa League. That yeah, They've got the Champions League. So for them to get, for Tottenham, Chelsea, Manchester United, those teams to get back in the Champions League is to get top four and win the Champions League. That's a tough ask. We've got that plus a little of getting into the Europa League. Now, Chelsea are like us. They've got the same um, thing with us where I think they'll do the same thing. They will look at it and think, you know, things are not quite going. They've got the safety net as well. So, um, I think it could be our advantage. It would t take a little bit of pressure off of getting in the top four. You imagine if your Spurs, Liverpool and Manchester United as them three... Um, and they've just maybe not got one or two good results going into the Champions League. They've got to to really focus on that, where we can just, us and Chelsea can be nicely rested for those games in midweek and, and really attacking the, the Premier League like it should have been done last season. Mm -hmm. But because we had no plans, no structure to our team last season, we've, we messed that up. Now, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I do see, as we just talked about the goalkeeper, it looks like there's a plan for the goalkeeping situation. It looks like a plan for our defending. It looks like a plan. So I'm sure as we're saying, that Emery... Because his job depends on it, Craig. His yeah. job depends on it. He's got to, sort, he's got to make sure that he, he, he navigates this right. You know what I mean? It's no good, you know, being top of um, the Europa League um, qualifications and then we're going and losing to Swansea, Fulham and on, yeah. on a Sunday and we're mid-table because no one's going to accept that. So he's got to be very careful how he negotiates this. The strongest side going in one competition, in the other, and then we we navigate it from there. And listen, if I'll be really honest, if we're second in the league and we're looking like we're going to qualify for the for the, for the the top four, then keep the kids going in that competition because, they, you know, a season, a year, two years down the line is going to benefit them even more. Like, you know, that's how I see it. Absolutely. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Turkish, um, I forgot what I was going to ask you now. It'll come back to me in a minute. Those bloody side effects of those <laughs> horrible things I was taking. Um, I was going to say, oh yes, it come back. Ping. <laughs> For me, Emray gets a clean slate this season, um, and so do all the players. Yeah. To me, right, the Mercer Ozels, the Bellerins, the Czechs, you know, Ramsey, yeah, whoever, good. everyone, everyone's got a clean sheet, right? My expectations for next season, my lowest expectation would be a top four finish. 
is is Emre under pressure to finish in the top four? Do you think the board have said to him, top four? You've got to finish in the top four. Um, it's exactly what Lee said. The first half of the season, parity is the league. Play the kids in the Europa. We'll get through regardless. Um, Analyse the situation December, January, and then you prioritise moving forward. How I look at the season, my expectations, I'll be happy with two things. I'll be happy with fourth and no Europa League, no other cup. And I'll be happy with fifth and the Europa League. Interesting. And that indicates to me, fifth indicates a challenge for top four as well as winning the Europa League yeah. on the back of it. So that would improve us from the season before it will get us in the Champions League. He'll have a summer where he can maybe get the more glamorous names in because we can't fully blame him for the glamorous names right now because we are a, t a Europa League team two years mm. in a row now. So that I think we forget that at times. I think we do forget that when we're looking at certain names. We do. We do. But um, yeah, I feel like fourth and no Europa or fifth and the Europa League, I'll be happy with either or. Because it's like it's like the fan base has flipped. You know, I, I don't want to bring it up too much, but I'm going to have to. You know, last year you had all the people that wanted Arsene Wenger to go. Uh, and you want all the people that wanted Arsene Wenger to stay. Now, the roles are reversed. I'm giving, I'll give Emre a chance. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to judge. Top four is what I'd like. But if he didn't get to the top four, I'm not going to judge him in one season. Yeah, yeah. My, my judgment will come next season. Yeah. At the end of next season, right? But now you've got the people that wanted us to stay looking at Emre coming in and taking their, you know, taking their man's job. Yeah. Are they going to become the fans that are going to start buying him? You know, if we lose. If we, if we, you know, if we lose to Swansea or we, you know, we lose to Burnley or, you know, these games where people were, you know, were baying for Wenger's head. Um, what's your opinion on that? Well, how, how I see it is, you know, he's in the bat Wenger. Wenger's had, Wenger had well, chance just, after chance. Absolutely. I just, right. just for the people watching, I don't want to bring it in and it's just yeah, a question but, but, for but discussion. The, que the question it. is, like, you know, if we do start losing to Burnley and we're losing to Crystal Palace and we're, I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be happy with that, Craig. Well, no, no, I might. No. Regardless if he's got a year and all that, like you know, he's a manager now that um, that if 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 that was happening at Chelsea or Liverpool, there'd be there'd be things done about it, you know. And and uh, we're in that boat as well. Um, yeah. it, it, I'm not saying that um, uh, he should have a fr uh, a free run. I don't think that he should. I think that at the end of the day, you know, top four or ch he must qualify for the Champions League. Any manager that comes into Arsenal, there's two things that I, if I was in charge of Arsenal Football Club, these are the two things that I would say that you have to do. You have to get into the top four, and you don't come about, and you don't come below Spurs. If you fail either one of them, you're out. But do you it's think? Simple you as that. I'll ask you the same question as Turkish then. Do you think he's been told this by the board? Yeah, I do. I do because you know what? Everything at this moment in time. That we as fans have asked for, we've been getting, whether it be a centre-half, midfield player, this and that. We've all been saying we needed this, we needed that, and it's been gone and got. Right? So, from a fan's point of view, everything that we're sort of saying at the moment is being piled with what the club are doing. Now, all of us fans are saying top four. Right? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you know, so so if we're all saying it, the, 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 surely the board and the, and the club are saying it. Well, Arsenal can't afford to be out of the Champions League another year, Craig. They can't afford it. You know what I mean? Like, um, because as, as Turkish just said, all of a sudden we're going to be a Europa League side. And Arsenal never moved in to that, the bowl, the Emirates, 
for being Europa League. Simple as that, you know what I mean? Now, it wasn't that done. So there is pressure under him to get in there. Do I think that he can do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, there might be circumstances that mean that it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, God forbid it, one of our best players can get injured. You know you know what can happen. But ultimately, I believe at the end of the day that he has got to deliver something. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if... if you, Realistically, I'm, I'm not bringing. Don't want to bring up Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger was sacked or was told to leave because he failed to deliver top four and Champions League football. So why has that got to change this season? Because I've got a new manager in. No, yeah, yeah, very true. That's that's my thing on it, and I'm going to be very hard on it. Like I, I expect improvement in all areas. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Like, I and, and, and well, he's and give him his due. He's doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, but now obviously it's you know he's doing it. We can all see that he's buying players in positions that we've been screaming out for players to be bought. That's all very well, but now he's got to put a team together, a formation together, the tactics yeah. together yeah. to actually go out on the pitch and do it. Now I don't know about you, Turkish, but the man fills me with confidence. Yeah, I, I love listening to him. Well, when I can make out what he's saying, but <laughs> I love listening to him. Seeing him on the sideline, trudging up and down the sideline during a friendly. All, right, these, li all these little things are just Doesn't making it. me feel this man. Uh, you know, is this the man we've been waiting for for the last 12, 13 years to come in and, and turn Arsenal upside down and, 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 you know, take us back to where I think we belong? Well, I'm sure where Lee thinks we belong. And I'm sure yeah. you and every other fan up at the top of the Premiership competing for the title. Does he fill you with that confidence that he does, mate? Yeah, uh, listen, from day one, from when we heard that he came in, um, from when we heard he wasn't top of the list of targets, he came in and his approach to the, to the interview, the detail he came with on the players, the analysis, is what drew us into him. Yeah. So from that moment there, it filled me with confidence. He, then he came in and he had some diff difficult decisions to make regarding Wilshaw. Um, regarding, let's say, Steve Bold as assistant or Jens Lehmann as goalkeeping coach. He had to decide whether to bring in his people. And he made that, them decisions. He's moved forward with them decisions. He fully takes part in training sessions. Like you said, 90 minutes against Atletico, against PSG, standing up, waving his arms side to side, sweating. And that's just a friendly. Yeah. So right now, he's feeling me with the most confidence, especially now that the areas he's filled as well is the areas we've been crying out for, goalkeeper. Yeah defence and defensive mid, centre mid. He, he's filling all those gaps in. He hasn't put a foot wrong, in my opinion, since he's come to the club. Um, the Ramsey situation will be another key decision for him to see what he does moving into the season. Um, but yeah, I, I, everything he's done so far, I'm happy with. Yeah, I mean, so I'm going on Instagram, the Arsenal Instagram, and I'm looking at pictures of him racing Lacazette. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. He's, he's, he's racing Lacazette um, on the training pitch. And you can see it in his face. He's really trying to beat him. Yeah, um, chasing him. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Another interesting thing, Lee, I'll come back to you. Um, I was watching one of his interviews there the, uh, the other night. Uh, and one of the interesting things, um, one of the reporters asked him, who do you reckon, you know, who's going to be a captain next year? Yeah. Um, is it going to be Aaron Ramsey? Um, he kind of... He kind of took a slight dodge to the question, but he came back to the reporter and he said, one captain for me is not enough. Yeah. I'm looking for five. He wants five captains on the pitch. Um, now, 
I've never had a Premier League manager say that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the captains are, but you know, we know at Arsenal Football Club now the captains are man gets thrown around like it's you know, oh, it's your turn this week. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, we had that situation where Theo Walcott was given the captain's armband because it was his birthday or something. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. You know, he's under perform or whatever. Well, you know, now again, that fills me with confidence. He wants five players out there um, to be captain. Yeah. So obviously he's going to have, you know, he's going to have perhaps. I would say if Ramsey stays, I would say Ramsey gets a captaincy. I agree. Um, is it going to be a bargaining tool? I hope not, because you know I, I, that's probably well, been used. No, I don't. I hope not, Lee, because that's been used before. That was used with Fabregas to try and get him to stay. He didn't. Henry, Henri, he didn't. Robin van Persie, he didn't. It, it was the captain's arm members. Well, look, if you stay, I'll give you this. Do you know? It's like you want to stay because you want to play for Arsenal. You want to stay because you want to come and, and, and you know. Make us fans happy. You don't stay at us. Oh, all right, then, yeah. Take the carrot, sign on the dotted line and put the armband on and then become a useless... I don't think it should be used as a use... I, I, I think it would be an incentive to sign. It would be an incentive to stay at the club. You know, I, I was offered the captaincy when I've played and, you know, it's a big honour. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I want to do it. You know what I mean? And it does make you want to want to stay. It's something, you know, like if you ever get to lift a trophy, it's something special, you know? So... I, I would I would say that you know I I think that it's probably being used in in the um, I'm not saying bargaining tools but they're talk they must be talking with with the Ramsey situation is they've got to be and one of those things is look if you stay you're going to be the captain I I, I think that's a great thing right and I'm going to be the, the the main man that's going to drive this team forward I don't see nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day we've got a problem is that you when you're offering people like Meza Erzul three hundred and fifty grand a week. You know, and you've got then Aaron Ramsey going into his last um, year of his contract. You also offered the likes of Alexis Sanchez 300 grand a week, which he turned down and chose to go to 500. That's never by the by. The end of the day, Aaron Ramsey, and, and, and I'm going to emphasize this, is no fault of his own has, become, has got all the power because okay. of, 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 of how Arsenal have let it go. So somewhere along the line, We've got to get in line with it. Now, we can't go silly and ask for silly money, uh, like giving 300 grand a week, but you could say, well, look, we give you 170 grand a week, but, but you've got the captaincy. With that captaincy, Craig, comes a lot of other incentives along the way as well, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, so I think that maybe something like that could be done, and I think it'd be a perfect captain for us. But, you know, I, I agree, you can't just sort of say, look, you're going to get this, and, and that, you know, but there's going to have to be a stand, there's going to have to be a point, and because as manager of, of, of Arsenal, Emery does not want to be having what Wenger had with the two guys before last season yeah. hanging over his head. He, he, you know what I mean? He cannot afford to do that. So at some stage within the next week, this decision has got to be made one way or the other. And, you know, I don't know if Arsenal are playing hardball or, or they're not, but something's got to be done. And if it means that Aaron's going to stay and he's going to be captain, you know, listen, if I was Aaron Ramsey and... Of, they're offering me a contract and they're going to turn around and they're going to say, I'll tell you what, though, we're going to give it to Mesut Ozil. That's a kick in the nuts for him when they've given him 350 grand and they're also giving him the captaincy. So try and even it up a little bit and go, look, uh, OK, look, we give him that much. We can't afford to give you that much, but I'll tell you what we can do. We can make you captain of this football club, which is a massive honour. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's the route that I'll go down. And hopefully, you know, this gets sorted and he is our captain. And I think he'd be a very, very good captain, you know. Yeah, so do I. So that, that's how I feel about it. Quick question, but, 
But if he doesn't sign in the next week or so, he won't never be Arsenal captain because he's got to go. Simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. Sign or go. Yeah. yeah uh, but who becomes who becomes captain if if he doesn't sign? Because I've thought about this and there's no there's no clear. I can't even think about. Well, him. there is. There's one. Clear, there's one clear person for me. Pet check. Ah, uh, with a year left. Yeah, but he's won it all. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's won it all. He's been there, seen it, done it. Got I got the t-shirts. He knows what it. He knows what it takes. That's to... a, it's a fantastic question, right? That you know, you're talking about five captains. You know, I mean, there's not one of them that really stands out other than Ramsey. If I'll be honest, you know, Mesut Özil. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I think he's going to be under enough pressure as it is. to perform as it is. You know, what I mean, if I'll be honest, you know, what I mean, what's going on there? I don't think, you know, he, he should get it there. Maybe someone like Aubameyang could get it. I, I don't know. but nah, it's, not Aubameyang. No, I'm not just saying. Yeah. He's someone that I don't think they should have. It. He seems to be, you know, we were talking about it the other day. He's the one that seems to have brought all the squad together and, and it seems to be a True. real fun yeah. place together because I yeah. think that he's done that. But I'm not, I don't think he's captain material. You look at the two centre-halves, I think that, you know, if I'll be honest, be who, who are they going to be? Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, uh, Chambers has got enough on his plate just trying to get in there, same as Rob Olin. Um, you know, Ramon Socrates. Real. Nacho, he's a, he's a good one. Good yeah, shot. Another year on his contract, though. We've only yeah, got one year. So, you know, it's a real tough thing, you know what I mean? If uh, Who to, to, to get it, you know? The two standout candidates were Ramsey and, and Jack Wiltshire before he left. But, you know, obviously, like, you know, I, 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 my personal feeling is that Ramsey will sign because if if he hadn't wasn't willing to sign, I don't think they'd have let it gone on this long. Yeah, yeah and um, I think there's just something, some bargaining tools going about there, like. But and I think that you know it'd be cat. And also, I've done if you see it a few weeks ago, Gazidis turned around and, in an interview and said like, "All right, captain," on his hand and on his arm. So that's my gut feeling that it will be him. Okay, so. Coming to the end there now. Let's get on to uh, the Premier League starts in two weeks. Lee judges, Manchester City at home. You've got an empty team sheet. Fill it in. Oh. Difficult one to say. Like, gonna um, check in goal, obviously. Like, Bellerin right back, Monreal left back, central defenders. I would go with. Uh, Socrates and uh, the other Greek guy, the, the young kid, is going to be him at the moment. Been being impressive. Here. Interesting. Um, in the midfield, I would go with um, Torella as, as a holding midfield player. Ramsey and I've got to, have, got to, get, got to get, got to get Ramsey, Torella. Mkhitaryan. One more. You're going to have to say Shaka and I really like, you know what I mean? And, and Lacazette and um, Aubameyang up front. No, I don't even make... Yeah. No Mercer. He's got to come in, yeah. Probably, yeah. Measure instead of Mkhitaryan, then that's hard, <laughs> isn't it? Like, you know what oh, I mean? well, I was gonna say there'd be three changes I'd, I'd go make on, today, right. but it was Ozil. But no, I let I let uh, I let Turkish go first. Um, I, I'm happy with the Lee's back four. I think Socrates' mobile is a good choice, both being Greek. Um, 
one being a mentor and Maripones has already, you know, shown something. In the middle, Torreya, and if Ramsey signs Ramsey, if he doesn't sign Xhaka, Ozil in front as a number 10, Mickey on the left, Laka on the right, Aubameyang up front. It's a hell of a team. The only two, the only, the only two changes. Yeah, that's a probably good. Uh, yeah. yeah the only two, the only two changes I'd make there is the centre halves. Yeah. I, I'd bring in Mustafi and Holding. I think Socrates and Mav, as we'll call him. Mav, yeah, I like that name. To, to, yeah. to put them into the middle of our defence, first game of the season against Manchester. They ain't going to have nothing to do because Torelli's going to be mopping everything up. Well, that's right true. Now. But like that is setting off alarm bells in my head. Having them two in the middle of mid, in, you know, in, our, in, in the middle of in the middle. God, I can't see him. I, I, perhaps he will, but I can't see Emery doing that. I'd rather Mustafi and Holding in there. You know, with Bellerin, they've, they've all played together no, no, before. No, not Chambers at all. No, no one's put Chambers in, have we? Oh, true, true. And I'm actually surprised that um, Emery's kept. You know, he's he's signed a new contract, hasn't he? So, yeah, so yeah. see something in him. I see something in him, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps it could be Chambers, Mustafi and Chambers. Who knows? Well, I think big, massive gamble putting Socrates and, and, and the Greek lads, Mav, in there for, for the first game of the season. You know, well, I think any, any centre-back pairing we do going in, it's, it's, it's going to be... Yeah, they're right, right, are they? Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a test. Which Whoever we're going with, it's all tests going yeah. into the season. So... Chambers is a good shout, though. I forgot about Chambers. To be honest, we need someone Brit British in that back four. I'll be honest. Yeah. We need someone that's gonna that knows what the club's about. That's gonna love. We find we do, we need to find ourselves another Tony Adams, don't we? That's it. That's well, it. we do, we do. You know, someone of you know, I look at these young, you know, like say for someone like Chambers, you really could not only just push for the Arsenal team, but England as well, because, you know, in that Walker position, you know what I mean? Like if he's gonna play free, it's a real big season for him, you know. So um you know, and he can, he can, he has played right back, right. You know, listen, there is, there is another theory that he goes three at the back. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, um, but we're sort of saying four. So we'll see, you know, but um, I, 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 one thing about that, you know, I probably would change that and go the, the Lacazette, um, Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan one. But I just feel that if we played that, we're a little bit light in midfield. Yeah. Um, and, and where do we get our whip from? I know, you know, I don't want to see a bang game playing out on the left, if I'll be honest, but I know they interchange. I would like to see uh, another player brought in there, maybe Dem, uh, Dembele or someone like that. But, Zaha, um, someone like that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. someone like that, yeah, would, would be a, you know... That's why Ramsey did was key right now. If, we, if Ramsey doesn't sign and we sell him, I don't see many centre mids out there now. No, it's go and get a wide player. Go yeah. get a wide player, Gwendozi, promote him a little bit, put the pressure on a bit, and let's yeah. just see. But are we? You've just led me into my final question of the evening. Absolutely beautiful. There's one player we haven't mentioned this evening that's come back to Arsenal, and that's Lucas Perez. Yeah. Now, Lucas Perez for me came into that Arsenal side, uh, come into that Arsenal team uh, last or two years ago or last year, two years ago, and proved his worth for me. Champions League at tricks, beautiful finishes in the Premier League, then get shipped off out. Yeah. Never understood it. To this day, I still never understood it. In my opinion, Lucas Perez can be that player we need on the left wing. Do you agree or disagree? 
Well, I don't, I don't disagree because he's got a chance. You know what I mean? Do I think that he would be, we, we win the league with him playing out there? No, I don't. Um, but a, a good squad player to come in, a good player to, to come into certain games, yeah. And, and and if things ain't going well, someone that can come in there and, and, and do it, yeah. So um, I've got no qualms with that. And, and touch wood, hopefully he does really well. Turkish, what are you saying about Lucas Perez? You know, he, again, he's another player that could come back under this new regime. Under this new coaching, you know, and could really, really shine um, if he's given his chance. Definitely, I, I agree with you. I was, I was impressed in the first season. Not overly impressed, but with the chances he got, I was impressed with his assists, his goals. He was productive. Yeah, um, good point. The only issue I have is that Lee said the width. Now, if out of our current batch, I'd be happy with Perez starting on the right, cutting in on his left, and Mickey starting on the left, cutting in on his right, but we then lack whip completely. So, out of the current batch, I've got no qualms with it, but if we can get a winger that's right-footed to go on the right wing, I'd be more than happy. But Perez deserves another chance because he is very productive. Even this even this preseason, he's got a couple of goals and assists. And yeah. He I like, like Lucas Perez. I like him. I always have liked him. And when he got shipped out, I just couldn't understand it. I... Just well, there's a lot of things we it. couldn't understand, really. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there was there was at one point, at one point, he was the most gifted finisher we had. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets shipped out. I just never understood it. Never understood it. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our first show of the season. Um, thank you very much for everyone that's watching, uh, who's still supporting us. Thank you for everyone who's still following us on Twitter, still interacts with us on Twitter, follows us on YouTube, likes our videos, shares our videos. I'm going all Yankee-fied now. <laughs> Smash the like button, yo! <laughs> <laughs> Hammer, what is it? What they yeah, subscribe, turn notifications on. Notification squad. Um, me and Leah are going to Dublin on Wednesday. Oh, I'm jealous, I'm jealous. We're going up to, up to Dublin to watch uh, Arsenal-Chelsea and for Here's a great fact about Wednesday. It's going to be the first time that me and Lee have met in I've person. Met in person, like, no? yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So looking, for, looking forward to it. Like, we've been we've been invited to the, uh, the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club, by the way. So uh, we're, oh, we're trying to uh, well, yeah. get. That's where we'll end up. So um, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. The Aviva Stadium, Lee. You haven't been there yet. It is a magnificent stadium. Very yeah. much like, very much like the Emirates, to be honest. But with green seats. Ah, I've been past um, it. Went past it once. It's just that it's got a funny, it's got a funny dip to one side, because when it was being built, the people in Dublin, when they knocked down Lansdowne Road, there's obviously housing estates all around it, and uh, when they were building the Aviva and the plans came out, there was the people to the north, I think. Objected it to objected it to being all level, all the way around because it knocked out their sunlight. So uh, when you see there now, it looks like a. If you could see it from above, it looks like a one of those small bowls that you have to piss in when you go to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it looks uh, like. A bit like the new Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, that looks like that's a, that's a real that looks like a real toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, and also, yeah, um, obviously we tweeted out today, me and Lee um, have uh, been asked to uh, represent Arsenal uh, at the boot room um, on Nine Football Magazine um, to give our thoughts on the upcoming season. Um, so that will be online soon. And when it is, obviously, I'll uh, put the link on Twitter and you can all have a read. Thank you very much. We're back. 
the same old Arsenal. Uh, we'll see you again after the Manchester City game. We we'll do a little. Don't forget, we we'll do a little bit on Wednesday night. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll do a few Facebook lives oh, on uh, a few on, things live on bit Wednesday. Wednesday. So bit of Instagram, bit of this, bit, bit of the other. Um, but it's going to be emotional, Lee, I think, meeting yeah. for the first time. Yeah. It's going to be like one of those scenes where they're running down a beach. I can see a hug. I can see a hug. <laughs> <laughs> the bags dropped at the train station. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for everyone who watched this evening. Over 150 of you. Thank you very much for your support. And um, we'll see you all again Wednesday sometime um, live from Dublin. And remember, if you're going to be in Dublin on Wednesday, please come sit, and say hello. Yeah, if you see us hanging about on corners looking dodgy or just come and say hello to us, um, we'd be only more than delighted to uh, interact Tweet. with some of you in, in person. Tweet us, let us know where you are and we will let you know where we are. So um, keep in touch that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. But like Lee says, I think we are going to the Dublin Supporters Club bar, We've I believe. Been We've been invited. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we'll be. And of course, we'll uh, let you know where we are because um, I'm sure we'll be moving around. Until then, up the Arsenal. There you go, Come on. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.